I wish I could get people to look at their marriage almost like a car. You don't drive it around and then when all the gas is out, you're like, oh man, I need to go to the gas station. That would be a huge inconvenience. There are signals and things that your car tells you that something is wrong and then you take it to go get it fixed. You don't wait till it's completely not even operable to, to go and repair it. It's a lot more work, it's a lot more time, it's a lot more energy. And sometimes you're just ready, this is a new car. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners or what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on innovation, disruption, women entrepreneurship, DEI, gig economy, remote economy, even the cannabis industry. Think about these industries and these disruptive technologies that really sometimes aren't as disruptive, but there's people that are just paying attention to what the market needs and they're providing that. So really think about the things that are quote unquote outside of the norm, but really help entrepreneurship to grow and fully develop. I think it's an extremely exciting time when you're talking about any type of innovation or disruption, because I think that there's so many opportunities and needs that aren't felt that are starting to be filled by different groups, different organizations, or even different industries. So what I want you to do is sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Monique Melton of MoniqueMelton.com. Monique, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for being here. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Monique so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. Monique is a relationship coach, published author, and international speaker. The heart of her work is to support people in building happy and healthy relationships. She travels the world speaking at conferences and events on topics related to personal growth, marriage, and relationships. She's been published in magazines, featured in blogs and podcasts, and has touched the lives of people all over the world. She's a natural, big, bold dreamer and a deeply rooted woman of faith. She is proud Navy wife to her high school sweetheart, and she is a loving mother to two little ones. Monique, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. So the first question I had was just to hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Great. I feel like entrepreneurship has been, some people say this, like you're just made for this. I feel like that's what my story has been because even since I was a kid, I always had a little hustle, Mm -hmm. but I started my entrepreneurial endeavors officially LLC and all that kind of stuff. Um, Right out of college, I was actually a professional makeup artist. And I did that for about a decade. And after I had my daughter, she's my youngest, I just knew I wanted to do something different and did a lot of soul searching and really thought about the type of purpose that um, I want to, or the type of legacy I want to build and the impact I want to have around me and all that. And so I started back in November, 2014, doing business and relationship coaching. So I did a lot of business development for clients and helped them with their marketing strategy. But what I found in doing that 
is that most of our conversations, if not almost all of our conversations with my clients, involve some type of personal development relationship component. And my education background is in psychology and counseling. And so I yield very easily to that subject matter. And the more I've worked with clients, the more I do that work, the more I decided that I wanted to focus on relationships because I think ultimately that's what life is about, relationships, whether that be our relationship with God, our relationship, if you're not a person of faith, that's neither there nor there, neither here nor there, but even just the relationship that you have with yourself and with others. And I think a lot of the challenges that we experience in life can be rooted or directed right back to some type of relationship um, where there's unresolved pain. And so we go throughout life trying to interact with people to save ourselves, protect ourselves. So I can help people to have happier or healthy relationships. I think we can have a greater and a bigger impact in the world around us. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So I know you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you work with and, and serve the clients that you work with. Yeah. So now that my focus is on relationships, I either have clients who are like I work with couples, but a lot of times I'm working with the individual, the woman uh, who's coming in with to me and who's struggling with maybe confidence, some mindset issues, anxiety, not clinical anxiety. I've I always recommend people to see a therapist for things like that. But, you know, just things that are affecting the way that she is going about her everyday life. And then as far as for couples, often people come when things have completely fallen apart. I wish I could get people to look at their marriage almost like a car. You don't drive it around. And then when all the gas is out, you're like, oh man, I need to go to the gas station. Like, that would be a huge inconvenience. There are signals and things that your car tells you that something is wrong and then you take it to go get it fixed. You don't wait till it's completely not even operable to, to go and um, repair it. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more time. It's a lot more energy. And sometimes you're just very, this is a new car. And I just wish people would say, I want to put my marriage in um, as a priority and make it more, let's maintain our relationship. Let's address issues that come up when they're small because if we don't, address it when it's small, it's just going to stay. It's not going to go away. It's going to become a bigger issue. So I do that for my one-on-one clients. I do either couples or women. And then I also still have some business clients, but that's just because I'm currently rebranding. I do a lot of public speaking. I talk about personal growth. I talk about relationships. I also talk about diversity. I'm working on my second book right now. And I also have some resources that like workbooks and um, guides and things on business and relationships on my website as well. So I have different ways to support people depending on where you're coming from and what you need. That's pretty much what I have right now. And that's awesome. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be like what you feel distinguishes you or your organization, but what do you feel could be your secret sauce? Okay. So I love cupcakes Mm -hmm. and well, I love anything sweet, honestly. So I like to use the acronym SWEET a lot. And so I use that even with my business clients. And it's the stuff for creating like your brand story, client experience, exceptional marketing and team. And so I've created a new approach to use like taking a spinoff of that to working with, with couples and working with relationship coaching. I was, and I would definitely say like my secret sauce is that I like to keep things very simple. I think sometimes we overcomplicate things and like to throw in all these different steps and tools. And I got to have this, I got to have that, I got to have this in order for the you know, relationship to be healthy. But it really doesn't have to be that complicated. You can have some key components in your relationship and you can build from there. So definitely 
in my opinion, you want to have some level of spirituality. Um, just recognizing that there's something that's bigger than you. It's not just people out here just walking around willy nilly. So that's that's a big thing. But I also think having a working commitment towards your own personal growth and understanding that I am responsible for my I can't make my husband be responsible for my own happiness because that's a he- that's a heavy responsibility and it's also impossible. You could certainly contribute to how someone feels and all those kind of things, but ultimately I'm the one who is responsible for my emotions, for my decisions and all of that. And so that's a W. So it's working towards your own personal growth. Effective communication is hands down probably one of the most important things for a relationship. If I'm saying things in a way that you don't understand, but you're taking them one way, I'm taking it another, that's going to cause so much friction and chaos. And so instead of letting that marinate and just turn into something else, let's communicate effectively. And there's all different ways to go about effective communication. And that's one of the the big things that I do when I am working with couples, but even just working with my one-on-one clients, because the way they're communicating with themselves, how are you talking to yourself? Are you engaging in the negative self-talk or are you saying things to yourself that are more positive and aligned with who you really are and what you want to accomplish? And so that's the first E, effective communication. And then enjoying each other, having fun, doing things outside of just the day to the day to day hustle and bustle. I have two kids. We have so many things going on all the time. And so we have to create that time to make sure that we are investing in us as a unit, not just what you have going on, what I have going on, but us together. So enjoying each other, laughing, growing together. And then the T, the, the last letter for sweet is team. Remembering that you're on the same team. So I kept the team from the original acronym where I did it originally because a lot of times in a relationship, if you feel like the person is against you, you're everything that they do, you're going to see it through that lens. But if we're working on the same team, that means that if you make a mistake or if you think about like a football team and you bump into your teammate, if I know we're on the same team, I'm not going to take that as if you're the opponent trying to knock me down. It was an accident. It was a mistake. And so when you think about, okay, we're on the same team. That means that I need to give you grace. I need to communicate with you. I need to make sure that I support you. I encourage you. I'm rooting for you. I want you to win because you win, I win. So I would say those all together is kind of secrets off to helping people remember some of the components. And there's more to having a healthy relationship. But those are some of the like main components when it comes to marriage, but even just friendships. You have a friend and you know that the two of you are on the same team, that means that you're rooting for each other. You want each other to succeed. So that was a long answer, but that's pretty much what it is. No, I appreciate you for sharing that. And yeah. uh, now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a business owner. Definitely planning. My schedule, my husband and I share our um, schedules with one another. And so that way he knows what I have going on I know what he has going on, although he doesn't have much going on outside of what we do as a family. So um, I'm usually the one who has a meeting here, an event here, all that. Um, so I definitely take planning ahead. We have certain days where we designate to you know, go over our budget and go over our appointments and things that we have going on. But with so many moving pieces, so many things to do and accomplish, sitting down and having a plan is, it, and putting it in a calendar is probably the, the best thing for sure. What I would add to that is we share 
a note on our iPhones that, and this is just such a simple, very practical thing, but it just helps us stay organized. That's our grocery list. And it's categorized by store and by like section in the store. So if my husband, if I'm like, hey, can you go to the grocery store today? He doesn't have to come home and get the list or I don't have to take a picture of the list that I wrote down because I used to do that. It's already on the phone. So it's just a way for us to be efficient and for us to keep the communication between one another really smooth and effective. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, definitely leverage all this technology that we have out there. And uh, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice. You might have already touched on this, but what would you tell your younger business self? My younger business self, I would tell my younger business self that that growth hurts. It's uncomfortable and it's a part of the process. I think initially when I started my business, I was really surprised by um, some of the growing pains. And had I just anticipated that, like becoming a mom, you know that you're going to have to change diapers. So it's a part of the process. You're not shocked that you have to do that. It still stinks. There's nothing pleasant about it, but at least that's a part of it. Whereas for me, I didn't really anticipate that. I didn't anticipate some of the growing pains from building a team or dealing with, unfortunately, there's the, I hate to say it like this, but there was definitely people who just want to sabotage. You don't want to see you win. Dealing with that. So I would definitely tell my younger self that it's okay to be uncomfortable with the growing pains because they're not supposed to feel good. But the growth that comes after that is what is rewarding. And so just push through it. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Go to your people who love you and let them encourage you and help you feel better. But keep going when it's when it's all said and done. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Especially when you're getting out of your comfort zone, you have to be able to understand that that's, that'll make you uncomfortable. And then in order to grow, you have to have a little bit of pain to do that. So I think that was a great CEO nugget. And now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of being a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So what does being a CEO mean to you? I believe being a CEO to me is someone who is a leader and is willing to also be led. Someone who is constantly committed to their own learning, their own development journey. I think CEO sometimes gives the idea that, oh, I'm the one in charge. But with that comes a lot of responsibility to maintain good relationships, to um, have harmony in your life. So I think being a CEO comes with a responsibility towards my business and what I'm doing. I, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I can show up in the world and give my best. I think also being a CEO means that I need to be very aware of the needs of the people in my community so that I can innovate and pivot when necessary. So keeping keeping that communication open is what's important. So ultimately, it's it's just being a person who's committed to being a leader in the in leading and serving the community that they are assigned to. That makes perfect sense. And I think that's an incredible definition. So Monique, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know and how best they can get a hold of you. The easiest way to get a hold of me, I'm on Instagram all the time. So you can find me at Mo Motivate. That's M-O-E Motivate. And I would just also like to add for anyone who's listening and maybe they're in a place where business isn't going the way that you hope or maybe even you're thinking about starting a business, but you're afraid of some of the ups and downs that come along with it. I would just encourage anyone to just remember that life is so precious 
and we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So if we can just be intentional with the time that we do have and live it in a way that you can look back and be proud of the decisions that you are making, then I think that's what, that's like our service to eat ourselves and to one another. So that means for me, being intentional with my time and what I'm doing is that I don't allow fear to dictate my choices, but that I instead say, you know what, I'll create fear. I see you, but I'm going to do this anyway because I know it's what's best for me and what I'm working towards and the people that I serving. That's what I would add. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's an awesome reminder and pardon word of wisdom. But Monique, thank you so much. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.